Welcome to the Provost Perspective. My name is Patrick. This podcast is dedicated to the opinions, thoughts, and experiences of my wife, Carolyn, and I's journey through marriage, children, and life as a whole. While the topics we discuss may be varied, we will do our best to orbit around marriage, relationships, love, and family. Welcome again, and we hope you enjoy. Yeah, so you guys know, uh, so for those who are interested, I suppose, uh, we're talking with uh, Wait, my what? two best friends. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rate them because I'd be in order. Oh, hold on, so hold I'm on. Start that kind of fight here. That's okay. Um, it's okay. AJ would be first because I am now the brother-in-law, so AJ gets to be first. <laughs> so you're saying I'm the real best friend, and you're just tag along. One is my brother. Why did you introduce him first? Brother. Why did you introduce him first? Because I'm family French. Jeez. You're not family. You're like the runoff well, after the end of too. a di- diabolical shit. <laughs> no, nothing. Okay, all right. Why don't I have no, crickets no. on the soundboard? It, it was. It, it was wasn't the. It wasn't the punchline that was bad. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, it was poor delivery. Yeah, the setup was. Explains there. why you're here. Anyway, um, so are you explain to the people what we're doing here today? Okay, so today we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> ask the gentlemen some questions. Gentlemen. Yeah, right. Gentlemen's in uh, quotes. Uh, we're gonna be asking them some questions today and are, get a man's Josh opinion. Here? I was are just you guys about ready? to say, <laughs> yeah. if you're looking for a man's opinion. You brought the wrong three guys onto the show. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, I brought the exact right three. <laughs> All right. Now, now I will give a caveat. Like we're a little bit older. Fuck you, Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Dating crew. Um, no, like we're old. Uh, not saying that really... you're not single because you are. Um, <laughs> yes, let's remind AJ of how single he is. Mm. But there are generational differences from where we grew up and what we consider. It's all. It's all the same. Younger people right. nowadays consider normal. So if you're looking for looking a 20-year-old's twenty year opinion, opinion, just go to your local porn site. He says as he plays with lives. I can finally afford them now. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. <laughs> all right, all right. Fair, fair enough. Okay, gentlemen, question one. Do men care about the number of previous partners? I feel like I've had this question before. Other has? You have. Um, so no, um, well, I don't know. Again, it depends. It depends on how old the person is, where you're at in the relationship. You know, if it's a relatively new relationship, I don't necessarily care. Um, and it depends on when I find out. I think if, if I'm, you know, under the impression that they're a relatively virtuous person only to find out like a year in the relationship that they've been just fucking slaying it on the street. Um, I'd probably have concerns. You don't want to find out when you're knee deep in it. Another thing to be charged with cheating. I have no problem with it. Yeah. As long like like it depends. Yeah, like, I think I think what you're saying, Pat's right. It's it's about the messaging around it. Like if the person is proud that like like they've like I've been with fifty guys. It's like all right, that's a little strange. But that's also that like weird gender difference yeah. thing. It's like acceptable for guys yeah. to. Flaunt There's the number. There, yeah, like yeah. We're not worried about double standards in this question. I'm just giving my opinion. Well, and I think I think age comes in a part of it too, right? Like if you're dating somebody who's in their 50s, you're going to anticipate that they're going to have a couple of partners. You're dating somebody who's 18, 19. If they're saying they got 30 on their belt at 17, 18, 19, yeah, I'm a, I'm a some throw a hot dog down the hallway. You know? Ah. Um. Okay, uh, but that can happen even relatively soon. You know, if like she had a really mandingo as her plowing first, ahead, you know, what, you know what I mean? Yeah, you never heard that term? Did you just say mandingo? Yeah. <sighs> no. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's like just. a fucking baby's arm holding an apple. You know Ooh, what I mean? Shit. Just... I just dropped something. Wow. <laughs> Drop we should have put a disclaimer there, before this one. No. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I guess not really, um, but it is dependent. 
Yeah. And it's going to be individualistic, too. Like, some dudes are going to care more than other dudes. It depends on how dirty of a slut you were before the relationship, I suppose. <laughs> so I should have been more worried about you? No, I mean, like, the dude, if it was more of a... Yes, yeah, you probably. should have been worried. You As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I warned you. Stop you dating my friends. I had a good time. Oh, she's done dating them now. For now. <laughs> I married one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't worry, Josh. Oh, God. To be honest, if, though. If anyone's waiting to cash in your life insurance policy, it's probably that one. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, you can't. You're not. You, you can't no, no, we're just going to stage your death, and then we're going to cash it in. And then I'm just going to kill you to get the money. <laughs> not now. Oh no, now audio it's issues. No, it's not. <laughs> just got deleted. <laughs> All right. Oh, my ready? answer to that question was I don't really mind that much. Okay. Elucidate that. Okay. All right. How do you handle the situation when your friend is cheating on their partner and do you interfere? So, this, I think, is where men and women get very different. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I think it depends on the level of friend, honestly. Um, if it was, like, one of you two sorry sacks of shit, like, I'd probably confront you two about it and be like, yo, what the fuck, right? Um, because I have a best interest in our friendship, and I think that's um, morally and ethically wrong, I would confront you about it. Um, but it would depend on where I fit in that friendship, right? If I'm closer with her than I am with him, I'm maybe I give him the heads up, but I don't want to get too intricately involved in that relationship, right? I don't want to put myself in a position where I have to become a mediator. I would probably say something to the individual who was doing it if they were, like, married. I probably would not get involved in it if it was just a couple yeah. of people who had been dating for six or seven months even if i knew them really well i'd stay out of it because would that change though if like let's say they were dating for six or seven months he cheated on her at the 67 months or she cheated on him at the 67 month mark a year goes down the line they finally decide to get married Do nope you then not my business the their relationship point i would want to assume that they would know about it by now and let's face it the other person always knows Um, AJ, I'd say I'd probably, I'd probably say something. I'm too, usually too honest. Like I'd at least give the other, like the person who's cheating, like an ultimatum type deal. Like, hey man, you gotta handle your shit, or someone else yeah. is, because I'm not just gonna let someone get. Like it's just gonna magnify as the longer it goes, you right. know. Yeah, and it's also like that conversation becomes more glaring the more I know. Like, if I didn't know the person, I don't care. You know, like, if it's just a stranger, you know, if it's an acquaintance I work with and he's bragging about laying some pipe, you know, like, whatever, man, that's your scumbag, but sure. Um, but if you get if it's one of you guys, it's like, hey, man, this is your business. You got to do you got to do the right thing here. You know, like, it's just not healthy for either party as time goes. So yeah. is the bro code different here? What do you mean? The bros before hoes? That yeah. doesn't apply when it, when you're talking about long-term relationships. Um, especially even even in the bro code, right? Like there's still moral and ethical lines, right? And for me, cheating is an absolute fucking no-go. You cross that moral ethical line, right. I it's now have a moral obligation to fix that, right? Not necessarily fix it, but interfere on behalf of the person right and it's also if it's just like two used. if it's just a short-term relationship like oh, i've been with a girl for two weeks and tell like my buddy or then you know like buddy's been with a girl for two weeks and he's telling me this isn't gonna work out you know like i'm gonna tell her in a little while like, i met some other girl and whatever i'm like all right well you do you boo you know it's you know yeah yeah i think there's a lot of things to take into account like like josh was saying is like length of the relationship, dedication of the relationship, how well I know the people involved. Um, yeah, but right, right. Not the girth of the relationship, the length of it. Um, but I'm talking about like that stuff all has to come into play so that you 
and, and this could shape my decision. But typically, I'm gonna try to get that person to confess themselves. Uh, AJ, I just yes. want to point out you said laying pipe earlier. I'm pretty sure that's taking a shit. No, it's not. Laying pipe is fucking. No, it's not. Laying pipe is laying having pipe, sex. You know, you're sticking your pipe in the hole. Laying pipe. You guys have way more. Dropping your kids off at the pool. Now that's yeah, taking yeah, a shit. Definitely a sex thing. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. That's taking Pinch a shit. Pinching a loaf. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's when you don't have toilet paper. Pinching a loaf. Sharpening. Yeah. I don't know really the turd cutter. Turd buns. I just like, that just dawned on me. Like, I don't. Yeah, no I don't have any good shit. I mean, I know a lot of people who can like really anyway. throw them out there, but I don't really get any. Yeah, On an unrelated know. note, next uh, question. All right. Pole dancing started 800 years ago today. Oh, way to date the podcast. Go ahead. Huh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In case no one knew, there you go. Okay. How important is physical chemistry? Very important. Like, if there's no physical Super chemistry, important. I don't want anything to do with you. That's actually even with my friends. Like, yeah, there's no physical I, chemistry. I would argue. You're a friend. Yeah. No, not even. Not even. I think you're an acquaintance. It not even goes with male friends. Like, all of us, like yeah. we all have a physical chemistry with each other. You know. Not like make it like hot swapping and making out and all that shit. But I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. But. I want to point out for reference that they're talking about each other. I'm not included in that. Josh. Not even a little. He's jealous. Josh. It's coming from the guy who sent a text message to all of us earlier talking about getting a dick piercing so we could do the helicopter. Sometimes you got to get the weights. You have to force, you know. I can't do the helicopter. If I did, I'd hit myself in the face. Get caught on your belt. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> it wouldn't even make it past it doesn't, your it doesn't, it doesn't, There's no helicopter motion. It's just waggle side so to side. So regardless of how amazing she is. <laughs> <laughs> like like a pit bull's fucking tail, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, uh, physical chemistry, I think, is a foundational stone of any relationship. Because you have to have that connection, that ground level connection, before you even get to the cerebral part. Because I could, I could get along with somebody on an intellectual level, but if I'm not physically attracted to you, I, there's no way of us having any kind of long term relationship. Because I think, because I think sex is such an important part of a relationship, there needs to be a physical connection. There needs mm. to be some kind of draw there in order to sustain the relationship, even yeah, through the starting phases, let alone long term. Just you know, a friendship or, or an acquaintanceship. Yeah, a relationship would be based solely on sex, but sex should be a pretty big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you need to get through that hot and heavy piece of the relationship in order to build something that's got long standing, and you can't do that without right. physical, some kind of physical connection. I don't. Okay, I know you guys remember this one, but they don't. Uh, yes. Do men really use the hot scale? Yes. And where would a woman need to be on this scale to meet your standards? Are we talking like the hot crazy scale? Is that what that just clarifies? It depends. You weren't answering. I was asking yeah, her. Why are you stepping all over scale, your yeah. wife right now? It, you are such a, I'm not. She's <laughs> sitting next to me. You can pass the microphone to your wife so she can be heard. It's the 21st century, Dick. While she's in the kitchen, you sick fuck. She's not in the kitchen. She got a day pass. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right. Anyway, uh, so the hot scale. Yes, it's used. No, not for real life. It's used, but more of a joke. Um, I was not entirely a joke, but... Yeah, it's used. It's wait, wait, anic- I got, I got it's this. It's used in post. Right? It's using it after a relationship is okay. over. Then the yes. guy goes, "Man, I'm not I didn't like you." She's like way up there on the crazy hot scale. Like she's super hot, super crazy. You know, that's usually well, after that because you know I'm. Well, it, oh, it's it's either it's done in the beginning stages when you're trying to describe her to your friend, or on the 
back end trying to describe why the relationship didn't work out. Typically, you don't go into a conversation like, yeah, I'm yeah. married to a nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that because you because men are instinctually territorial, we're not going to flaunt what we have. By the way, describing your wife to your friends as a nine, you will not be married for very long. That's true. Also, it's really hard for me to flaunt my relationship out in public right now anyway, because, you know, it's kind of weird carrying a blow up doll to work. It's not that weird. Congressmen do it all the time. Gross. I thought I thought you were going to upgrade. They have sex bots from Japan to Japan now. They do. But if that's not your thing, I prefer the pillow. I I prefer the soft pillow touch, you know what I'm saying? I, I know That's you're true. used to biting pillows, but... I like um, a good stretch in my life. <laughs> well, to elaborate a little <laughs> further on the whole hot, crazy scale thing, um, a girl I dated in high school, she... Yeah, that one. The one See, that chased you with a knife? She was, was kind of crazy, but we never <laughs> talked about it. Kinda. Until we okay. broke up, because she was hot. After we broke up, granted, we broke up because she chased me around her house with a knife and tried to call it foreplay because she was off her meds. That's when I started talking about how crazy she was. Well, but we still had sex after that because well, so she was hot. In the in, in the hot crazy scale, like I I know it's been utilized. It's I don't I think it's generational because I don't hear a lot of like the younger generation talking about it. It's kind of maybe just our little nook of the dating world. I mean, I don't know. AJ, you're around a lot younger people than I am. I heard, but I'm also like in a mostly professional scale. I think the younger crew uses smash or pass or something like that. Look at you being hip with the kids. Actually, no, I think nowadays it's like swipe left. I know. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. I think that would track. Oh, because of Tinder and all that Man, this probably shouldn't get released, man. We're going to be so fucking outdated. What? Tinder? (laughs) Tinder's the one where you get blowjobs in bathroom stalls at nightclubs, right? Or is that Grinder? Yes. <laughs> Depends on which what ball, what, which side of the plate you're swinging from. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I don't really know what kids are up to these days. Yeah, yeah. I've I don't know what any of those are, so I can't help you. Uh, so, I it has been like I know from us, like especially when I was younger and I was single, we talked about it. Like, oh man, that chick's totally a you know, there's the, there's oh, right. yeah, yeah, geocoding yeah. in it too, right? Like there's a deployment yeah. scale and like an American scale and then a global scale yeah, yeah. and then yeah. how they rate on that scale, right? Because locally right, she right. might be a nine, yeah. but globally. She doesn't have that Australian accent. Like right? how does that, okay, so it's like, like how does she compare to Tom Brady's wife? That's like the global scale. And then like yeah. you go down to like the state level, you know, like, like, like why are you talking here? Do you not know who Tom Brady's wife is? When you're one of the highest paid people in the something. you're still the dependent. Yeah. Chances are she's pretty fucking hot. She's like the highest paid model in the world. Yeah. No, it's Giselle something oh, or other. Boonshin or whatever? Yeah, I, I, it's just Tom Brady's wife. Tom Brady. Well, I don't follow the modeling thing. Oh, I don't really watch Victoria's Secret, even though she... Not with Victoria's Secret. That was like some big Guys thing with her. Wait, did she have wings and walk around on stage in her underwear? Uh, Giselle Boonchen? Boonchen, yeah. yeah. That's who I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. yes, there's... Anyway. Next question. It's a thing. It's a thing for us. It's a thing. Okay. But, but it has yeah. evolved yeah, for, into for something old. more... Old folks? Time. Time. Hold on. Social Hold on. Media. Us old folks? I need to move my mic out of the way for this. Us old folks? You're absolutely correct, Carrie. You're... Carrie, you're <laughs> absolutely correct. You're like 21, right? Yeah, she was 21 22 years ago. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I try- Carrie, I tried. Carrie, I tried. I was trying to be... Hey, you know what? You ask my younger boys, they tell everyone I'm 29. And oh, they say how old their mom is. No, Joey will tell you that every. That's because Joey already wants, wants to get laid. <laughs> well, he is a provost, so you're probably not wrong. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know the age uh, of my mom's offhand. Which is... Okay. 
So he's 29 too. <laughs> Crazy weird, weird world. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she'll appreciate you saying that. <laughs> <She's not gonna laughs> it's like, mom, you're reporting. But, uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, you're a three year old? Alright, moving on. That's funny. Okay. What is a deal breaker for you in a relationship? Cheating. <laughs> yes, Josh, we know. A penis. Not that, anything, not that there's <laughs> anything know. wrong with that. You can't handle. If you like penis, fine, you like penis. I don't. You got a deal breaker for me. You doth pr- protest you too much, me thinks. <laughs> I think he's. I think yeah, he's. I think he's scared. I don't think he's scared. What if it was? I think babies? he's just trying to hide it. I don't think he's scared. He's, he's going for sixty nine. Ends up with a mouthful. Damn! How many guys did you have sex with before <laughs> I got to her? Uh, excuse me. From the top. Meat curtain. What? Oh, yeah, no, I that's know. not what I was talking about. Mouthful. I was talking literally about a penis. What was the question? Uh, from the top. From the top. Anyway, uh, oh, what's yeah. a what's a deal breaker from your relationship? I mean, uh, it's the same thing as cheating. Penis, for me, it's cheating in general. In general, like if you <laughs> yeah. if you lie about something significant yeah. and you're not bothered by it, and if you are bothered by it, like if it's if I can't trust you, I can't be around you. No, is that that no, I mean, if it's like even insignificant, insignificant things, things continuously, like for no reason, then that's like, pride patterns of problematic <laughs> behavior. So like every just, day like, for 10 years, she tells you, sure, of course you look good in those clothes. That'd be a deal breaker for you? Yeah, actually, I do. I think so. Well, I think in a relationship, yeah. you, you need that critical and honest feedback from the person across the table from you. So if they would lie exactly. to you about dumb shit Because like it's that, also built up because especially once that facade cracks, then you just get a level of paranoia in your life. I mean, also I've diagnosed with par- problems with paranoia, so it might just be a me thing. But... Yeah, no, just... I, have a, I, I have problems with honesty too. Like if you're willing to lie to me about, you know, yeah. where you, what you bought in oh, the yeah. store... Um, you know, something stupid and trivial. That well, you know, I only spent twenty bucks. Don't yeah. bug me that much. Like telling me that, like when my wife tells me that I look good bald, I know she's doing it to humor me because I look fucking weird bald. Nah, I've gotten used to it. You look fine. And I'm okay with her telling me that. But if she was like yeah. spending crap tons of money at the store and then lying to me about what she was buying, I would definitely have yeah. a problem with that because money issues are huge relationship killers yeah so i think ultimately the thread is like it just needs to be honest a relationship needs to be built around trust and honesty and if that's being broken down because cheating is a an ultimate that's not the number one thing that i like so i think honesty thing it's probably number two but for me number one would be uh the whole clingy thing don't be clingy don't be don't be texting me 20 or 30 times uh, an hour because you want to know where I am or who I'm with or what I'm doing. That is absolutely annoying. If you want to know where I am, come with me. You want to see who I'm with, come meet my friends. You know, you've got to be willing to do that kind of stuff. You've got to be willing to come out and spend some time with me and stuff like that. But so you don't, don't be all like, wait, wait, wait. So you don't want to be like 24 hours a day. Like, my wife and I can sit on a couch so I, and not talk to on opposite ends of the couch, not talk to each other for four and a half, five hours. TV doesn't even have to be on. We're good. But if she was asking me like a million and one questions, or you know, just like not giving me a little bit of personal space to like go and do shit like this, that so I think personal space is important. I absolutely think personal space is important, but I think what you're implying is indicative of a layer of trust, right? If they're if they're coming at you asking you where you're at, who you're with, what you're doing, why you're doing it, the implication no, no, I'm pretty sure I'm going to stick with my answer. You make your own answer. Makes sense. <laughs> okay, I'm just pointing. Okay, okay, I'll put that one at number three. But Talk yeah, penis is definitely. What are you doing? Oh, AJ, sorry. it's uh, the wrong color. Uh, uh, 
I got this is my this is my COVID mask. My COVID mask. It's one you know the things we got in uh, Iraq. The little rap story face. Yeah. Yeah, it's your smog. That's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. yeah Here's mine. mine. This is my my this is one of my work masks. I got all black, so I can. First of all, this is a COVID mask. All right, you guys ready for the next one? Uh, no, that's a respirator. <laughs> anyway. All right. What are the top, top trees, three, uh, sequoia, top redwood. three things you look for in a spouse? Top three trees. Top <laughs> three trees are the redwood. Ash and redwood is at the top uh, of that list. Right. I'm sorry. No, it's a, it's a cactus. The Joshua tree is a bush. It's not a tree. tree with a Joshua tree around it. You're a cactus. All right, what are the top three Oops. things you look for in a spouse or partner? That's two. That's two. What's the third? <laughs> Cooking really, Josh? Cooking. <laughs> what is it? Oh, cooking. So I have some questions for you, Josh. Okay, uh, let's put it this way. <laughs> My answers to these questions 15 years ago would have been very different. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about that. I'm sure. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're... You're looking back historically yeah. going, these are things I should have been asking for. <laughs> That's the thing, though. We all change. I mean, after 15 years of being with the same person, what you yeah. liked about them, what you uh, enjoyed doing with them is going to change. It's going to be completely different. Are you wearing underwear on your head, AJ? I don't know. Ten years later, I still enjoy doing the same thing. With no. <laughs> no, it's another it like you're wearing boxer shorts on your face. I know. Like man, this face mask smells funny. Retarded cousin with that on. Uh, sure, yeah. Hard R, probably not. But okay. Uh, so top top three things for me in a relationship are um, yeah. sexual compatibility, because um, I think it's a foundational stone. Um, the ability to communicate openly and honestly with each other, um, because if I feel like I can't be honest with you. And you can't be honest with me as a starting stone. That's already something that's going to fall apart. And then um, probably the ability to, for me specifically, is care for a home. Because I like a traditional family model and I want somebody who can be able to sexist. accent that effectively. Which is another word for sexist. Traditionalist. <laughs> no. No. Uh, for me, it's, uh, number one is like intelligence. Um, you have to be able to... It might just be like the nature of what I do for a living. Um, I have like you have to be able to yeah. to, like it's like you don't have to be able to hang with me, you know, at an intellectual level, but kind of do. Like I have to be able to talk with someone, you know, and I don't like talking down to people because it makes me feel bad. Like as weird as that sounds, it's like this weird reverse thing. I, probably insensitive to begin with, but it's I I don't yeah. like feeling like I talk down to people. Because it makes me feel like shit, but then it's just like, well, they're dumb. People, people yeah. say I'm condescending. It means I talk down to people. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I get you. That's a valid point. Uh, I've been accused yeah. of it in the past. And and even like, but like, every time I've shared those views with people that I feel like I talk down to, they're like, oh no, that's not you know, like that's not something I need to worry about. It's totally fine. I'm like, but this isn't a you thing. It's a me thing. You know. Right. And. You, the, you you run the risk of when you say you worry about whether or not you're talking down to somebody. You yeah, run that the risk too. Of yeah, it's like if I had that conversation, someone goes, what, um, you don't like you don't think I'm as smart yeah. as you? And I go, well, you didn't finish your bachelor's degree in college. Sorry. Like, yeah, no. On, like, I'm not going to say that everyone who goes to college <laughs> is really smart. But based on the only metric that we have besides an IQ test, which isn't really valid after the age of, what, 12? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Intelligence. Um, okay, honesty, so you got intelligence. And um, you need to be having intelligent compatibility. Um, yeah. Like yeah, in that order. Um, yeah. In that smart. order. I have to be able to trust you. And yeah, like we've talked, touched on numerous times that having that physical connection and having that spark, I guess, is really important. Because it's like if I don't want to be around you physically or mentally, I don't care if you can cook, like cook the best meal or not. Like, yeah. I can cook my own food, I can bake my own nonsense. <laughs> Sure, I might end up being 500 pounds by the end of it, but hey, listen, it's okay. Well, and I think bringing up a point that Josh brought up earlier, which was the, you know, you have to be able to, to totally. connect um, at that physical level. Um, and 
you can over time your tastes are going to change um and their tastes are going to change and through the work of your relationship you may be able to teach somebody how to fulfill you at a physical level but that intelligent mm-hmm. quota it's either there or it isn't despite the fact that may get additional schooling there's always going to they're always going to be playing catch up yeah. a little bit you know um and I don't ever want to get caught in a relationship. No, being yeah, the you can't be the counselor because that's you not. You can't have a relationship where one person's a counselor. So I, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys on most yeah. of those. Like, I mean, I know sexual compatibility is a big thing, but the older you get, the less it becomes an issue. You know, is like, well, I mean, same age. What are you talking about right now? I'm not saying this for me now. I'm just I'm oh, thinking sure. ahead. You know, I mean, sure. <clears throat> I've already been married for 15 years. Chances are I'm going to be married for another 15 years. I doubt very much Chances that 15 are. years from now, sex is going to be the at, in the top three of that list for me in 15 years. Sure, but where's it is now? But it's probably not going to be there. So yeah, yeah, but we're asking. We're asking those conversations. What are you at now? And I think it's a very, very valid point. Um, but I shouldn't make decisions about my relationship now. For I, did, I said 15 years from now. I don't imagine living another 30 years. Um, <laughs> but no, sexual compatibility is definitely in the top of the list now. But so is shared interests. Like, I like knowing that if I go to the movies... I don't have to go by myself like a creeper. You know, I know my wife is going to come with me because chances are she's going to enjoy the same movies that I want to go see. I mean, not all of them, obviously. But, I mean, things like crafting. Yeah. Steph's really big into crafting. She scrapbooks. She makes T-shirts. And, well, now she makes COVID masks. (laughs) You know? She makes... She makes all sorts of stuff. Hell, she even Everyone made some passport holders out of leather using a friggin' cricket thing of hers. And I like crafting. I like making random crap, you know? Uh, cosplay stuff. Uh, building crap with Legos. <clears throat> Different shit like that. Just crafting is a good shared interest. Yeah. And Well, I think... I think some of those hobbies will align over time a little bit. Um, but I think it's absolutely right. Like you need to have some stuff in common from the start so that you guys have something to build off of. Well, that being said, a lot of the things that Steph and I liked that we had in common 15 years ago, we do not have in common now. Yeah. Like apparently she really does not like listening to my political opinions. She totally did 15 years ago. <laughs> Granted, my political opinions 15 years ago were really stupid because I was a kid and I didn't know shit. Yeah, oh, I don't she, think she definitely ever. did. But you know one thing she, she, she will never it. stop doing? She will always <laughs> laugh at my jokes, no matter how stupid or corny they are. She will always laugh at my jokes, and that is a very important thing to me. Listen, listen, listen. Pat and I always laugh at your jokes, too. Well, when I say laugh at your jokes, we're laughing at you for trying to make jokes, <laughs> but we're still laughing at your jokes. And I had a really funny pun all ready to go for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you need to workshop it a little bit? Listen, I'm here for you. Electricians have to strip to meet ends meet. To make ends meet? Or is that an electrician joke that I just don't understand? Listen, when you're making puns, you have to play to your audience. Like, you can't just, like, just... No, no. So the joke is the electricians don't make enough money, so yeah, therefore they have to strip the wire. Strip. Yeah, yeah. But it's also make, a pun yeah. because they strip wires in their day the job. double entendre, yeah. if you get my meaning. I've got another one about cows if you want that one instead. So. Mm. No, I'm okay. No. You know, to date, you are still the only one that's made me laugh so hard. Yeah, but that doesn't really count because I wasn't using my more time. Using yeah, George Carlin's jokes. Yeah, he was using Carlos. He was doing the Carlos Mencia trick, stealing other people's jokes. I thought that was that fat white dude that used to steal people's jokes. That was Carlos Mencia. No, you know the guy who used to pull out his dick at parties and masturbate to people. Yeah, oh, CK Blue. Louis CK. That's it. Louis CK. Yeah. Did he, he didn't steal a joke. bunch of Dane Cook's jokes. He's just a weirdo. No, he wasn't no, the one no. that was accused of stealing jokes. Yeah. Wow, Dane Cook stole no, the jokes Dane from Cook a guy who used jokes. to pull out his dick at parties and masturbate. Uh... 
Let's be honest. Dane Cook probably. Dane Cook one could stand it. Yeah. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. Next one. All right. Uh, do you think women are over emotional yes. or just more in tune with their emotions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that is not an answer. <laughs> I think I think both apply. Aha. Uh-oh. Oh, I think doctor's thinking. Culturally. <laughs> and, like, it depends on what culture you're talking about. Like Americans. Okay, in American culture, women are... Men are taught to stifle their emotions, but I think men actually feel more emotions. But we're told not to show it. While I think women are perceived to have way more emotions... But they're they're told to share it. You know, they're, they're they're encouraged to share it. I don't think they have way more emotions. I think they're encouraged to uh, project. Like, you, if you're if you're a woman and you're not sharing your emotions, well then, you know, like what's wrong with you? So you know, whatever stereotype you want to throw on top of that. Right. So yeah, I think it's more of a cultural thing for me personally. That's also like my PhD getting in the way of your question. I'm sorry, I yeah. I, I ruined it. I... <laughs> no, I. I think it's I think it's valid, and I think that especially when you look at like Eastern cultures, um, where they're people in general are encouraged to be more repressed. You know, uh, you see that less so in women there um, than you do in Western cultures, where women are far more emotional, but they're also encouraged to be more emotional and share those emotions. Whereas, and women who don't do that are considered weird, right? Um, whereas men are. I think you're right. It's not that we have less emotions. It's that we're encouraged not to share them as often. Yeah. You know? Josh, what do you think? I didn't get disconnected. I'm still here. That's unfortunate. We had a moment of peace. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I think so, women right, tend to be more questions? emotional. But again, like you guys said, I think it has a lot to do with how we're raised. I guys aren't really raised on the idea that it's okay to show emotions. So for most of our lives, we don't show emotion or try not to in any way that we can, you know, unless we're Mel Gibson drunk at a party. <clears throat> but I think women are taught more to be in touch with their feelings and to show emotion easily because they can go through childbirth and guys can't. <clears throat> and I think the idea of women being more in touch with their emotions, that way they're better equipped to handle a child was the understanding of that like 60, 70 years ago. I get what you're saying. I mean, uh, I don't want to, I don't, it's not that I want to underplay the impact that child birthing has on human beings. Cause obviously it's a pivotal role for evolution. Um, but I don't think that it's a core cause to root emotions at all. I think it's just the way that our culture perceives it is a evolution of, how we had to grow as human beings in order to survive men needed to be more controlled they needed to be more isolated they need to be able to um, be stoic in times of turmoil whereas women didn't necessarily have to and they were encouraged to show emotions because it was used as a tool to develop younger people and more well-rounded human beings um, unfortunately it's gotten to the point in modern world where neither of those two roles are isolated or necessary so we should be able and willing to embrace the evolution of people and express those emotions in healthy ways. Um, but just my thoughts. It's okay to be wrong. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what do you find most attractive feet. in a woman? Get it. Say feet. <laughs> You're fucking gross. <laughs> Yes. You're gross. Uh, it's super gross. I just, I just know Pat really loves him, so I just wanted to really. I don't need to know about his sexual preference with my sister. Um, Thank you very much. 
Pat was here to suck the toes. <laughs> That's so gross. Ugh. Oh God. Um, honestly, it's it's confidence uh, for me. Like, if somebody, if a f- female is confident in her ability to fulfill whatever role she has in her life, um, whether that be a mom, whether that be wor- uh, at work, whether that be just having confidence to be able to ex- execute her dreams, uh, that's important quality for me because that shows me that they've got a level of health that I'm not going to have to try to build them up to, you know. Yeah, I um, kind of go back to what I said earlier. Like the most attractive uh, thing I find on women is intelligence. Um, it's mostly you know, it's like a, a total. I mean, it's like obviously like you know, like physical attraction and all that stuff. But if you can hold yourself up in a conversation, you know, like I find that like I think if you can engage me in a conversation yeah. and make me want to come back for more, because it's like let's be honest, like while sexual attraction and physical attraction is really important, it's like I can get that anywhere. I can go to a strip club. I can go look on my phone and go on Instagram. Like that shit's everywhere. But if you can actually, but yeah, if you can make me want to come back to want to talk to you again and be like, no, no, like you're, that's interesting. Let's talk more. Then I think that's most. Uh, Boobs. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. We got the spectrum boys. We did it. I'm a pretty simple kind of guy, you know? No, it's, um, I... We know. I don't know. I guess I never really put that much thought into the idea. I've been... Well, you've been married. Yeah. You've been married pretty much your entire adult life, you know? Yeah. Like, not even trying to be funny. Like, legitimately, you've been married your whole adult life. It's not like you really Nor are you trying to. to answer that question, you know. For those of you who are playing question. the home game, yeah. uh, uh-huh. I married my high school sweetheart 15 years ago. Uh, or soon to be 15 yeah. years ago. Come yeah, here. rub it in, dick. <laughs> it was a couple of months before my 21st birthday. So, now I'm 35, and... So I didn't get to do all the fun stuff that 20-year-olds get to do at bars, like deal with constant rejection and hope to God I don't have AIDS. <laughs> okay. Luckily, I dodged the AIDS. You didn't I had miss. a couple close calls. I'm sorry. Her, so. You didn't miss. Ow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's, uh, like, honestly, for me, it's it's confidence, like. Uh, I want to be able to see you. Yeah, see, I don't really like the idea. Is this what you meant by? I don't really like the idea of my woman like having confidence. Yeah. Then she might actually realize she's better. That she <laughs> that she can do better than me. <laughs> that she could do better. <laughs> she could get better than. And I don't really <laughs> like that idea. <laughs> Did AJ fall out of his chair? <laughs> I mean, why not? Oh, that's fucking no, funny. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> Ah, oh, we've got the religious yeah, church. Oh, I swear to God, it was just for the band. Uh, and the second uh, wife. We're talking, we're talking about the theater. We're talking about theater, episode. the Mormon. Yeah. No, that's the Book of God. Or Book so, yeah, of Mormon. Book yeah, of I was Mormon. right. Yeah, Book of Mormon. I knew I was right. Yeah, it's the Book of Mormon. <laughs> she doesn't listen no. to our podcast, does she? No. Oh, she probably wants to now. I don't think she listens to any podcast, to be honest with you. You're an asshole. <laughs> I don't listen to your podcast either. <laughs> you hear about a guy from North Carolina who was killed brutally by his wife after she overheard something on the internet. You'll know what happened. <laughs> All right. Next question. It's nice to know that we've invited people on that never listen to anything we say. I know. I appreciate um, it. I've known, They've known us too long for to listen two to decades now, say. Pat. Um, I don't think I've ever really listened to anything you've had to say. <laughs> Uh, it shows. <laughs> it shows. We tried to warn you. Oh no. Okay, we got three more. All right. Is it okay to flirt with others while in a committed relationship? And would you have an issue? I'm gonna with take this one first. So? so close your mouth. I know you're doing it. Um, so, first of all, yes, I think it is okay. Because being flirtatious is just 
It's a way that you can talk to people. It helps break the ice from time to time, especially if you're bad at it. It can really be a good icebreaker. Um, but for as far as my significant other doing it, it doesn't really bother me at all because she works on tips. And being flirtatious is kind of helpful. Now, it, okay. there's a fine line between being flirtatious and being suggestive. And if you're being flirtatious, you're just kind of being friendly. It's just a fun way of being friendly. If you're being suggestive, you're trying to get laid and you're probably a piece of shit. You can go now, Pat. Stop looking at your damn phone. Dr. AJ? Good. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, for me, no. Um, it's okay to be friendly. Uh, it's not okay to be flirtatious. Flirtatious is a starting ledge to um, seeking a relationship. Um, so, for me, no. It's not okay. I and just, I wouldn't want my I partner to I disagree with you. I think everyone flirts. No, oh, bummer. Sorry, AJ, Thanks. we have to stop flirting. No. Um, He's not okay with it. I think you're wrong on that, Pat. I think people, like, I think while it might not be considered, like, understood to be the same thing, I think a lot of people flirt with each other on a daily basis, like same-sex and in pl platonic relationships. Um, like, like, in a business context, you know, people flatter each other. You know, like, you know, like you're trying to sell the sizzle, yeah. not the steak. So I think a lot of people flirt. Absolutely. But is flattery the same uh, as flirting? When you're trying to butter but someone up, that's absolutely. Things. But like, like, that's how I do it. Like, I mean, like if you're just like, oh, wow, you look so nice today. And it's just like, I like if I'm flirting with someone, like I, I'll start with something like that. Well, first of all, that that's not flirting. That's actually sexual harassment now, AJ. So you got to be careful with that. Yeah, that's why I don't talk um, to anyone nowadays. <laughs> COVID helps with that, though. Pat. <laughs> what you call you can't say uh, friendly, uh, I think of as flirting. Okay, there's there's a way that you can talk to a person okay. and be flirtatious without being suggestive. Like you're not looking for that sexual relationship because no. I've probably already know. I have been accused of being flirty. Like real sergeant, I'm simply attempting to be friendly. No, not as a drill surgeon. Those are different. They're two different realms. But in a normal working relationship, I have, I have been accused of being flirty when I'm simply be trying to be friendly. Um, but also, I'm socially retarded, so I don't Hard understand are. a lot of those fucking lines. You know what I mean? Is this why Eric always takes the wrong message? Probably. Thanks for flirting wrong with message. us. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's. I, if I, okay, so I would I would take kind of the same vein that Josh is saying though. Um, if if the friendliness is moving to the realm of suggestion, then that's a hard no uh, for me from both my partner doing it and me doing it. Suggestive flirting involves physical contact. If you're making physical contact with someone, like if you've got your arm around someone at the bar and you know you're being all flirty and hanging out that's a problem you shouldn't be doing that especially if you're in a committed relationship but if it's just you know how you're talking to um you know just being a little overly friendly i don't think it's a big deal i, I think physical contact crosses that line to probably which is what i even if basically it's cheating, it's still cheating. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you guys. Um, yeah. Hey, like any ex excessive, I mean, like aside from like a handshake or a quick hug or. <laughs> Except a blowjob from under the table. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Just. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's Listen, no eye contact. If I don't know who did it, oh it's not God. my fault. <laughs> as long as they don't get it. <laughs> With you, even pass the teeth. Um, I cannot believe this was my idea. <laughs> Sorry, you well, put that softball up. I technically, you always put this never mind. Like a Go woman ahead. in Oh, I took that the wrong way. Softball <laughs> right there. No, okay, you asked okay. us to be on this. Next question. 
I know. I know. It's all my fault. Secrets. Should you keep them? Uh, Is there if a you lie? murdered someone, probably shouldn't keep that a secret. <laughs> if you, if you broke, well, you have to start at the most extreme work your way back. You have to walk, if, if you walk it back. Left and right, if, if you, you know? broke a yeah. cup or a yeah. plate, it's just... throw it away. I don't need to know about it. Yeah. Uh, I think secrets are okay. I mean, everyone's going to have secrets no matter what, right? It depends on the severity of the secret. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, it, yeah. and it's also something. That's something you talk about with your partner and be like, hey, listen, if you've ever done X, Y, Z or X, Y, Z or X, Y, Z, I'd like to know about it. Do you know, like, it's just a trust and honesty thing going back to some of the other, other things we said. But like, it's, I don't need to know every little thing. It's like, oh, well, oh this one time I did this, like, I did drugs in a past relationship. And I'm like, I don't, I don't need to know as long as it doesn't impact me now. You know, but if you think something's going to come back around yeah. in the future, then I need to know. If yeah. someone says that they yeah. did drugs like in a past relationship and you think that's not going to affect you, <laughs> you might want to ask them if those drugs involve shared needles because that could probably affect you immediately. True. But I also ask people to get drug checks before I sleep with them. So, so for you probably or not drug checks, but STD checks. So I think I, I, I think it's context is important um, and the severity of the secret, right? Everybody's going to have secrets, things that they did in the past that they don't necessarily want to share um but past secrets are different and can be defined current secrets in a relationship it for me it comes back to the honesty thing like there shouldn't be secrets in a relationship period um simply because for me it displays a pattern of dishonesty if you're not willing to share it with me then i'm not you hear that carolyn i can trust you don't next time you go to buy Pat yes. a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, you have to you tell, tell him, him immediately. She already knows I don't like surprises. <laughs> I, do I think some secrets are good. Some secrets are fine. Yeah, it depends on like, magnitude. I mean, if, if, it's she, just... if, if your significant other hates your guts and feels like you ruined their life, probably don't want to keep that a secret. If they don't really care for your cooking, but they eat it anyway to spare your feelings, keep it a secret. Mm. That's also like, you can improve your cooking though. Why would you keep that a secret from someone? If you just go, um, hey, listen, like, I don't think you're doing this you're right. You're assuming that the ability to improve your cooking is an option. That is <laughs> okay, listen, I am never, like, I am awful at cooking and baking, in my opinion. But I started baking recently, you know, just, just to start baking. It's really easy because all you do is follow the fucking instructions. Wait, it's not do they legalize marijuana in Michigan? Huh? Do they legalize marijuana in Michigan? Yeah. Uh. Yeah, not that kind He's of He's in Indiana. Like, I, uh, made, like, I like cookies and I made cheesecakes until COVID happened and I had no one else to bake for, so I stopped doing it. You should Except make cupcakes. Nah. Like an entire cake for you. Uh, you don't need well, a reason to make I don't cookies. I don't want for myself. Unless they're oatmeal raisin, in which case you do need a reason to make it, and that's so you can really hurt somebody. Oatmeal raisin cookies are delicious. You watch your fucking mouth. Oatmeal raisin cookies are fucking gross. Yeah. Especially when you pick it up thinking, Did you, oh, did you, no, did you not get your adult palate on your tongue yet? Oatmeal, oatmeal raisin cookies are the delicious. worst thing you can do to a cookie. That's like putting Skittles into a bowl of M&Ms. You just don't do it. Uh, for like you, a bunch. Be fun. jerking off into the clam chowder. I mean, it's yeah. all the same. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. Wait, what? what? Wait, what? <laughs> it blends in real nicely. You can't tell. Why do I you? married into this. Yeah, we all married into this together. And no. And again, I feel like I need to point out. I warned you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, warned which one of us? <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. This one's a big one. Penises. What do you do when your best friend doesn't like your partner and does their oh, opinion hold in? Oh, fuck. 
See, there uh, it is. This is hard. <laughs> for me, for me, it's uh, not hard at all. Hard one. Were you having yep, sex with the at the end of the night? Answer. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's not that simple. Uh, because typically, if I'm talking about my best friend, most of the time, he's got my best interests at his heart, right? AJ's he been trying to better. get to he's your been around wife. me a long time. He knows how I think. <laughs> Stop. What? He knows me really, really well. And sometimes when you get into a relationship, it's really hot and heavy and you can get distracted by what your long-term needs need to be. So, I mean, I've been there. Sometimes you need to listen to your best friend. Um, but <clears throat> on the same note, like you need to be careful because you can't always there's jealousy stuff that pops up too, right? Like if I spent every waking moment with my best friend and now I'm in a relationship and I'm not, he's, he's not getting as much time with me as he had before. There could be some resentment there, right? So it, it's a hard one to answer and it's super dependent. Yeah. But the whole jealousy thing that could pop up. If you have another best friend, you start spending all your time with one best friend and you don't include the other one. The other one might feel a little jealous. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awful. I think your friends, your friends' uh, <laughs> opinion is, is definitely important in towards your relationship. You always want to know what your friend's opinion is because when you first get into a relationship, you've got blinders on and you need someone to tell you if that bitch has crazy eyes. And no one's going to tell you that faster yeah. or more efficiently than your best friend. Like? If you have a good best friend. Now, how much weight does that hold? Right. So, would you leave? If a my best friend told me she had crazy eyes and I hadn't been with her for very long, I'd probably continue to sleep with her for a few months and then kick her out. So it would be dependent on at what point that the the curtain kind of comes down. You know what I mean? If I'm in that relationship and I'm only you know a month, couple months into that relationship, and he's like, "Yo, dude, this bitch is crazy." Sorry, eat She's your dog. Good things. You need to run. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably I'd probably take that into account, right? And it would probably change the way I looked at the relationship. Yeah. If I'm years into it at this point, yeah. I don't know. Like I that, think it like the, the all, magnitude, the really reasoning depends, behind it you know, would have to uh, as the lies you're in it longer. Like if I went up to Pat now and I said, And you know something, Carrie, yeah. you need to leave her. She's fucking crazy. Pat would need a lot more convincing than, oh, she's crazy. Like what? Did she stab a dude? Like, what are we like? What are we talking about here? I don't think that would leave her. I don't think that would leave her, even if she uh, did again, stab a dude. He'd probably think that was pretty hot. He'd probably like be like, "I gotta go see my wife immediately." I gotta go help her hide the body. Shit. Do you need me to? Yeah. Do you need me to hide a body? Ever had uh, sex in a grave before? But honestly, like it's it's super dependent. But something that a lot of dudes forget especially when they're early yeah. in a relationship is they abandon yep. their friends because they're getting laid. Yep. You can't, you can't do that. Like you've got to oh, maintain those relationships. Fuck. Hate people. Otherwise it just falls apart. Cause otherwise when the relationship inevitably fails because you've abandoned oh. everybody else you knew for this person. Yeah. Now if, you, if they give it up, it make people, um, cause guys know how it works. We know. Okay. He's got a new relationship. Chances are I'm not going to see him a whole lot because he's going to be off doing God knows what with his new girl. Yeah, going going to look at antiques and stuff and farmer's markets and shit and banging in the grocery store parking lot of a Whole (laughs) Foods because they had kale on sale or some crap. We know that's going to happen. We're prepared for that. A real best friend has no problem waiting for it to blow up getting in his face telling him i told you so and then taking him back with open arms yeah yeah it's yeah but i mean now what if the tables are turned what if you're the best friend your motherfucker better fucking listen to me their spouse better listen to me if he's not listening, like, honestly, it's like, that? I'll give someone, like, one or two warnings. Be like, hey, listen, man, I don't think this is going to work out. Like, I tried with Pat a couple times. He never listened. But, you know, you seem to work out in the long run. Um, That's okay. I warned him. I tried to warn him, too, but he didn't listen to me. Thanks. Yeah, he doesn't listen to <laughs> no one. He was thinking of his dick first. It ended up working out for him, I guess. 
kinda. <laughs> Why are you blushing, dear? Shit. Because, I mean, I don't know the case with AJ, or Josh, actually, but your dad, your ex-stepmom, most of our friends, nobody thought we were gonna make it. Yeah, but they also had understand, like, they also had their preconceived notions because they had known you beforehand and didn't really understand the full dynamics of the relationships. And, the, the and relationship a lot of our friends were in broken started, relationships. Right? So. At the time, AJ was in AJ was in Savannah or, yeah, yeah you were in Stewart at the time yeah. when Carolyn and I first got together. I think so. Um, and you were coming out of the back end of the marriage. Of your marriage shenanigans. shenanigans. I like that word to describe that. Um, Josh... Josh was in between jobs and jumping around, but he was around us a lot, like helping out as we were starting to get ourselves settled. So, I mean, outside of the Jess part, Josh really never had any <clears throat> heartburn with us getting together, other than the fact that I was dating his sister. Um, but from my dad and the stepmom that I had at the time, like there was preconceived notions that came into that relation that that they were bringing into the relationship and not seeing it for what it was. Over time, they both realized that there's more to the relationship than what they initially perceived it to be. So, um, but in you know retrospect, like I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that both Josh and AJ had my back, regardless of what happened with the relationship. It would have been weird for Josh and I had you and I not worked out, right? Because he's your. No, I don't think so. If you two hadn't worked worked out, go the fuck away. We wouldn't have been friends anymore. No. Yeah. Really? No, I wouldn't call that. Well, I guess it kind of depends on how the relationship ended. If yeah, if, if she it was like dumped him, Matthews, if or... she if she dumped him and left him, I kind of would have been expecting it because she's my sister. She can do better. Still got my money on that. Um, and and I would have been okay with that. <laughs> I think I could have been. I continued to be his friend, but if he had done something to end the relationship, eh, screw you. Yeah, like if you got caught. I'm kidding. Yeah, like a Japanese girl's butthole. I mean, that it would definitely be... would have been incredibly difficult. Super awkward. <laughs> Super awkward. <laughs> yeah, I think that honestly, like, it's you. When it comes to talking with you know your best friend, like you do rely on that person to give you support and guidance, and and they're probably going to know you better than any relationship that you're currently in. You should listen to them um, because they have an objective viewpoint that you probably don't have. Um, not saying that you should take them, you know, 100%, like, that person well, says, no, well, they're terrible no. for you. Well, no, we'll just wait, right? And if they're a good enough friend, they're, they'll be by you whatever your decision happens to be. But maybe allow them to give you an outside perspective because uh, there may be things that you know. You know, we actually have the perfect example between the three of us <laughs> to describe this because uh, AJ, we do, remember, actually. I was trying to remember this. We nope. told you nope. that you shouldn't be marrying a girl after you had only known her for like two weeks. Bullshit, we knew each other in high school. Hey, even I said that Haley was a bad idea. But I, uh, I specifically that. had that conversation with you, my friend, that it was <laughs> a bad idea. And you I'm, were like, I'm pretty no, sure bro, I totally talked gonna to you work about out. this while we were sure sitting in her parents' about. dining room eating pizza right before you went out and said your I do's in their backyard. Yeah. That it was probably a bad idea. Yeah, probably. Hey, AJ, don't feel bad because everyone yeah, had the same conversation. At least you're excellent. How long did y'all last? I that didn't listen to shit. <laughs> uh, no. Um, like legally, it was three years, but we were only together for one. Yeah. We were just dating or something. Because they had Dale the first year. How long were you together? Like, how long were you year. together? 2008 to 2009 or 2011. <laughs> Last year, I had we two kids. We started dating in July. July of 2009. July of 2007 yeah. is when we started dating. And they were Officially broken up in. I believe the legal term is divorced. <laughs> officially yep. broken. Well, no, the no, divorce separated. was. The, the divorce, divorce was legal in, in 2010 in the spring. Yep. I think everyone's in kind of had was legal. that kind of relationship. I mean, I. I never have. I don't think I ever had that yeah. kind. No, the one where your friend comes up and tells you, dude, do not date this girl or something like that. I didn't. It wasn't really much of an issue for me since I. You know, 
married someone that I was dating in high school. I mean, all of my high school relationships, I honestly never expected any of them to really last. So my guy friends never had to come up and tell me, hey, don't date that chick. I have, however... At that point, we were all trying to, like, have a tally on who can get the higher score out of that group. Yeah, it got to the point where we started, you know, crisscrossing. Well, you guys did. I didn't. Hold on. Didn't people tell you... That's true. Not to marry Kayla? Uh, so every single time that I've been in a long-term committed relationship... It's you. People it's you. It's not married. them. It's you. Uh, Kayla was <laughs> a don't do it. I know. Uh, Kayla was a don't do it. Whitney was a don't do it. Whitney, Denise that was a chick from it. California, right? Yeah. God damn, she was hot. Yeah. Yes. She was like an eight and a half on the hot scale, but like an 11.5 on the crazy <laughs> scale. Playing. Am I the only one that didn't think Whitney yeah. was cute? She did broke I, the Richter scale. I don't scale think I met her, did I? I might have seen I did? One time. Yeah, the same, it was the same R&R where we were yeah. oh, really? in Colorado at the same time and you got married. A lot, a lot was going on at that time <laughs> in my life. I mean, she's not... I know. She's not terrible, but I don't think she's not even close to the hottest girl you've ever dated. Yeah. What? So, Denise was up there. Yeah, Denise was up there else? until just after. That was it. All right. Dodged uh, another bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Uh, well, gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining us. I kind of feel long. like there were more questions last time. time. Yeah, we, yeah, we just talked No, more. we just took longer conversations with some of them. But we've been on we've been on the horn for over an How hour. How dare you talk about what horn I'm on? Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please reach out on Instagram and Facebook. We would love to hear your feedback or suggestions on our next topic. See you next week.